Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, you absolute legends? Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of the Uniform Mike Papa. And boys, have I got a good one for you today. This is the first time out of 510 episodes that I've ever put a coaching session into the podcast. But we did a coaching session the other night, and as I often do, I'm like, that was pretty damn good, so let's go ahead and make it into a podcast. So what I did is I edited it myself because I was so pumped about the idea that I actually bypassed my editor and edited it myself, and I put about 50 minutes of this coaching call. Coaching calls are an hour and 15 minutes, and you get two per week so that we get you completely dialed in. And so you can kind of sit in on what we do. You can peek behind the curtain, eavesdrop as it were, like a psychotic stalker Texas Ranger eavesdropping on our coaching call. And brothers, you're gonna learn a lot today. We jump all over the place, talk about tons of if-then situations, tons of concepts, tons of things to talk about with girls, things to say in certain situations, great questions, the boys are participating. And you're gonna see just how much you learn but also how much I care about my boys. So I hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, let's jump into the coaching call. Here, here it is, and I want you guys to really focus. The person who wants less is always the one who's in power. Wouldn't you agree? The person who wants less in all relationships, whether it's you with your friend, you with your boss, you with a coworker, you with a girl, the person who wants less kind of like, ah, is always the one in power. They always get what they want. Think about it. So if I have a good friend and I'm like, oh, I love this guy. I want to hang out with him. Hey, bro, do you want to go to do you want to go to uh, Burger King? He's going to get what he wants because I want more than he does. So he if he wants to go to Burger King, he has to go. If he doesn't want to go to Burger King, he doesn't go. Me, on the other hand, I'm at the whims of him. So we can also say the person who wants less is the one who's in the masculine energy. Masculinity has to fucking lead. It has to. The way we lead is by wanting less. Now, Sam brings up a great point. Well, in the beginning, she's gonna play games and she's gonna want less too. So what do we do? Keep wanting less, 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 and then we don't talk anymore? No, you wanna kind of match her, but as she gets more into the conversation, then you can kind of pull back. Now, in the beginning, Sam, text her one for one, try to keep it even because I know how these chicks are. If there's chicks blowing you up, then you can 80% them, but really the 80% applies on the first date. So what's an example, boys, of 80%ing her on the first date? Go ahead, Ben. Uh, like leaving on a high note. Like whenever she really is into it, just cutting it off right there and saying, hey, I got to go. Yeah, dude. Okay, guys, here's job one. On the date, leave her wanting more. You fucking have to leave her wanting more. Let's go, Victor. What do you got to say? Uh, on her first date, uh, she gives five compliments. You get four. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So any pull she gives you compliments, getting close to you, wanting to hang out more, laughing at your jokes, asking you personal questions. This is pull. She's pulling you into her. We give her 80%. So if she's like, if she's like, ah, Christian, you're so sexy. You got that. You got that shaved head and those fucking dope looking eyebrows, man. Like you're so sexy. You'd be like, hey, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You know, looking at you, you're pretty sexy too. 
Okay, so she went like, you're really sexy. You're like, yeah, you, you, you got it going on too. Now, can we do too little? Somebody raise your hand. Can we do too little? Yeah, Will? Oh, Marzell a little slow. Will, go ahead. What's up, TJ? Good to see you. Fuck yeah, dude. Love my boys, dude. I swear to God. I can't hear you, bro. Come on, Will. Dial in your battleship. I'm picking on Will, boys, because I'm training him to be a coach. I won't pick on all the, the rest of y'all. Fuck Will. Let's go, Marzella. Unmute your shit. What was the question? I forgot. <laughs> 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 Who remembers the question? All right, let's Andoni. What was it again? I fucking forgot. Straight up. Uh, so the question was, um, can you do too little, or can you give back too little? Marzella, go. Yeah, you can absolutely. And what will, um, she, what will she become if you give too little? What will happen if you give too little? She probably won't feel the attraction. She'll probably, you know, move on to the next guy. I mean, there's nothing to really hold her there at that point. Here's the interesting thing. She might actually get more attracted to you, but she's going to get pissed off. She's going to get pissed off at you. So you can get a girl, and a lot of you guys have experienced this, retardedly attracted to you. By just blowing her off constantly and being like, ah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then she's like falling in love with you. You're like, what the fuck? But eventually they give up and or they get upset with you. So the 8100 rule keeps us in that perfect right where we want to be to keep her super attracted yet not be needy. How many of us, raise your hand, have been guilty of being needy with the chick? Too much, dude. Okay. Almost everybody except for the dolphin. He's like, fuck that neediness. I got that shit whipped. Okay, fine, Dolphin. You're the master. The rest of us are schleps. I've been needy. Almost all of us have. Too much. Too much, too much. That's why, boys, we never want to telegraph our intentions to a girl until she's attracted to us. Am I right? How many signs of attraction do we wait for before we start letting her win a little bit? Damn right, boys. Three. So in the beginning... And this is for, what's up? What's up, fucking Brendan? Hell yeah, dude. I got two Aussies in the mix. God damn it. Love you, boys. Finlay and Brendan. Fuck yeah. Sorry about the time change, boys. Um, I should have told you that earlier. That was my bad. So you're, you're, you're getting those three signs of attraction, and you're not telegraphing interest until you get those. And this is why you can avoid rejection. We can go in, be cool, funny, tell stories, banter, tease her. Use a couple gambits like Strawberry Fields, the Cube, the Five Finger Death Punch, False Disqualifiers, all of which you guys are going to learn, and not hit on her. Not until she's attracted to us do we hit on her. So it's important to know that when we're going into the interactions, there's almost no chance of rejection unless you do a direct approach, which is my preference. What's a direct approach, somebody? Uh, direct approaches directly and state state in your intentions when you walk up. And hey, how would you, you how would you say that? Hey, I thought you were cute. I had to come say had to come say hi or something. Have you done that yet, Finlay? Yeah, once. <laughs> How'd it go? Um, yeah, it was just really quick. I just healed it out pretty quick, but yeah, went well. Okay, so what was her reaction? Um, just kind of she wasn't uh disturbed like turned away by it you know so she was per she was open to it yeah receptive to it yeah and then what'd you say after that um oh she just said thanks really and then just chatted for a little while and then okay away. 
Yeah. Okay. 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 So that's good, guys. I mean, if you get the balls to do a direct approach, hey, I thought you were cute. How to come meet you? My name is Brian. What's up? What's your name? Oh, it's Sam. And then you have another question to go on top of it. That's gangster level shit. But I don't ask you guys to do that until like week five, week six, until you're properly warmed up and you understand the content. But other than that, you don't have to get rejected. Now, of course, you could go up and, and to some girls in the nightclub, which happens to me sometimes, like, hey, what's up? I wanted to come meet you guys. Uh, not interested. Be like, all right. And then that's kind of a rejection. But really like a huge rejection where you're going to get blown out so hard, your hat's going to fly off your head. It doesn't happen. If you just go in and give value, Victor, go ahead. I did quite a bit like direct approaches, um, minimal stacking, and then eject. Well, I mean, close. But what I noticed is that most girls, they're like, they're too surprised when you direct approach them. So it, it's difficult to banter with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you can't banter, like, what else can you can you do? Okay, so this is a great question. Couple answers. First of all, if you direct approach, hey, I thought you were cute, had to come meet you. What's up? What's your name? And she's like, oh, she's all off her inner balance point and she's fucked up. Just have a basic conversation. So what are you shopping for? Just ask questions. You could even ask yes or no questions. So so do you own this Walmart? I see you in here every time I come here. No. Okay, so what, what are you shopping for tonight? Oh, this and that. Oh, yeah, what are you making us for dinner? Okay, I, I see you have ramens in there. Ain't going to cut it. The ramens ain't going to cut it. So you ask basic questions when they're off their inner balance point because think about it boys you ever get approached by a guy at costco he's like hey bro you want to buy some aluminum siding for your fucking house and you're like bro like ah it, it can kind of be like that right so just just be real easy in the beginning real easy and go ahead Antonio. after i'm done real easy and this is what i do even on normal approaches where i'm just like hey what's up how to come meet you i just ask simple questions the shit that you guys would do anyway the, the rich content comes in 30 seconds in, a minute in. In the beginning, guys, keep it simple. The, here, listen, listen closely. You being calm and chill is more important than you saying these hilarious, interesting things. I guarantee I will talk about the motherfucking weather and I'll get her attracted to me. Go ahead, Andoni. In the beginning, like you, you, you can approach some girls and if they're in bitch mode, even if they turn your back on you, you literally just ignore it and keep talking. Even you could even be talking about a funny story mm-hmm. until they literally turn around and like laugh at that. You just stuck that out. Yep. Can you give us an example of that? Uh, yeah. So first of all, Andoni, this is advanced. Okay. But I have a story I tell all the time about how two chicks got in a fight outside the bar and they were had each other's hair and they're wrestling and one of the girl's boobs popped out. But it wasn't a regular boob. It was a National Geographic boob. So it's like flopping over her shoulder and over this shoulder, hitting the other girl in the face, whipping the cops who are trying to break them up. And the National Geographic boob, you got to watch out for that bad boy because that thing will kill you. That's a story I'll just fucking tell while a girl's got her back turned to me. Okay, but dude, this is next level shit. You guys don't, don't even worry about that. Right now, if a girl's ignoring you, just be like, okay, you're not interested in talking. But guys, if you are just calm and you just ask like, hey, what drink is that? I fucking guarantee you it's going to open. Because a lot of guys are like are, are like trying to hit on him. Hey, beautiful. 
where are you from? With their like Rico Suave shit. I see it all the time in the clubs. Like, hey, girl, just uh, just want to come talk to you. Where are you from, girl? Like all that shit. Nah, just just be chill. How do we be chill? What's a good way to – what's a good thing to do when you first go into a nightclub or you're going to go talk to girls? What's a good thing to do, boys? Back to basics. Back to basics. Let's go, Jesus. Uh, sorry, TJ. Too slow, buddy. Just go ahead and uh, approach and eject quickly. Open everybody you can. Give value. Just like kind of drive-bys of value. That's right. Open people who don't matter. Who don't fucking matter. Guys, when I go to the nightclub, I still do this now. I park in the same freaking parking spot. Walk down the same area. I hit up the same homeless people. I even know their names. Right? Hey, what's up, Alan? How's your night going, buddy? Good, Mark. Good. Give him a few dollars. Then I get to the corner, and there's always people there. What's up, guys? Where are you going tonight? Oh, we're going here, here, and here. Yeah, you should check out this and this. It's popping tonight. Cool. Maybe I'll see you there. Okay, walk in. Come up on two girls walking, even if they're fat. Be like, what's up, ladies? How's it going tonight? Where are you guys off to? Cool. Okay, I'm going there too, so I'm going to get in front of you. You're going to look like you're stalking me, so so give me some room now. Okay, something like that, and then I get in line, and then they come in behind me. I talk to them. And then by the time I get in the club, it's just like, yo, right? So I walk up to the bar. Hey, what what's up? What's up, Andrea? I'll take I'll take a water with lemon, please. Turn to the side. What you drinking tonight? Open. Okay, just talking to her, just chatting. No big deal. Even if it's a dude, you just get warmed up. Warmed up, warmed up, warmed up. So important. Will, go. Mike's working. Is it working? Yeah, buddy, you're in. Pretty good. Yeah, I think you hit on one of, like a very important point. I go to the same places pretty often, and now that I'm bouncing, I make it a point to introduce myself to every single bouncer and every single bartender. Be that cool, chill dude, because when you're talking to women or women, you know, they see that you're talking to the bouncer, you're the cool dude, you're giving them high fives. You're saying, hey, what's up to the bouncers? You're automatically, your value has just increased exponentially. Now yep. you are the dog in the in the club. Yep. So yeah, just need to mention that. If you're not going to become a bouncer, such as Will did, best decision you ever made, Will, I could speak from experience. Hands then, down. dude, tell the boys, because they don't listen yeah, to me. Oh, hands down, I mean, if you guys can become a bouncer one, two nights a week at a, at a bar near you, university um high volume place with beautiful women i chose the spot because it was right next to university young girls come in there all the time i mean like i had literally have girl i haven't told mark this but i actually had two girls come up to me and ask me if they wanted to do a threesome the other day that was fucking awesome i had never had girls come up to me and ask for a threesome they literally were begging for me to leave work and i was like i can't leave until two um but literally girls come up to me all the time asking for my number asking to go, uh, you know, leave the bar, hang out. Um, and you just get this network of people where they're in the industry. You get to see all the same people over and over and then hot girls coming in. I mean, I think I open, I wouldn't say I open a lot of girls every night, but I interact with, I'd say about 500 girls a night, hot girls. It's insane. Yep. I can be next to a hot girl in the supermarket and doesn't even phase me anymore. Cause I'm like, Oh, I've seen that before. Exactly, dude. That's why I push it so hard. And, and you're killing it. Um, I wanted to answer Sam's question. When you roll, do you roll in solo or do you have a wingman? It depends. I'll do both. Honestly, I got to the point where I enjoyed going solo or with girls. Girls are the best to go with. So recently 
I go out less now than I used to because I have a four-year-old daughter and basically a wife. But we still go out like maybe once a month, twice a month. I'll go with my girlfriends. I'll go with my girlfriends. That's really easy. But dude, when I go to Walmart, I'm fucking talking to girls. When I go to the gas station, I'm like, hey, is that gas pump working? It was broken yesterday. Right? I'm just talking to fucking everybody as you guys need to do. And you don't need to state your intentions going back to my previous point. You don't have to. Eventually, here's what's going to happen. If you're talking to enough people, you're going to strike up a conversation with the girl and you're going to start getting signs of attraction. And you're going to be like, oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. It's on. And then you just keep going with the conversation and you can yank a phone number pretty easily that way. So you will become more attractive simply by just being social, just by talking to people. Because as Will just said, hundreds of girls a night, Will, and I've so been there, you just are used to it. So you talk to them exactly as I'm talking to you right now, and then they get attracted to you, even if, yes, you're talking to about the weather. You don't have to say these super interesting gambits. Those help, but you don't need them. You don't need them. So let me answer a few questions. We got a lot tonight. Jack asks, how do you reply when a girl asks why you don't drink? Okay, so Jack, going back to, to week number two, frame control. Let's try together to create an agree and amplify. Now, she's asking, why don't you drink? We want to say something funny. Okay, so so can you think of anything? Why don't you drink? And by the way, I don't drink either. So I've had this 100 times. Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask you. But uh, the best <laughs> thing I could think of was, uh, I mean, I do drink. I drink coffee, water, tea, juice, et cetera, you name it. Yep, yep. Okay, go ahead. Victor, what do you think? Uh, there's many ways you could... Uh, turn this around but i'd say like you could say last time i drank uh, like some girl i was with put something in my drink and then i woke up the next day with like a candle at my butt or something yes see guys that's good shit that's good stuff okay every every time i drink i just get naked and i i i find oil somehow and i get myself all oiled up and i dance on the bar and i'm like i'm swinging my dick like this and it's like slap 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 you don't want to see that you don't want to see that. That's why I don't drink. No, real talk. Uh, my grandma was killed by a drunk driver when I was five years old. And so I made a decision at that time not to drink ever again. So that's why I don't drink. Now, that's if she asks me in a, in a genuine way. Why? Do, hey, so why don't you drink? I make the joke. Just like Victor said, genius Victor. Last time I got drunk and ended up with a dildo in my butt. Don't want to fuck with that ever again. Okay, no, but real talk and then give the real answer. I even sometimes say because I follow my own lead, which is gangster, Jack. She's like, so why don't you drink? Because I follow my own lead. Okay, something like that. You, you, there's so many things you can do. But the real point here is that you're not buying into her frame, trying to explain yourself to her, which is why if she challenges you, and I've had girls do this, oh, my God, you don't drink? That's stupid. Okay. Don't buy into that. Like, no, it's not. Like, the reason I don't is because my grandma died. You don't buy into it. What I say to that is I'm like, oh, does my drink, does my not drinking make you feel guilty about your vices? Is that what's going on now? So I always flip it on them. Always flipping. You guys know. It's always about the other, the other, the other. Why is she asking this of me? Because there's some issue with her. So, but if it's an innocent question, like, so, so Jack, why don't you drink? Funny first. Then the real reason. So, Jack, real talk. Give me the real reason why you don't drink. I just like feeling 100% all the time. I feel like life's better. 
without drinking. Yeah. I'll need it. I, I've I've never been drunk, but I feel the same way. I want to be on my A game and be able to fucking think, be able to think on my feet. So you could say you could say um, because I'll, I'll wake up with a dildo on my butt, whatever. And then you could say, no, real talk. Um, I'm really into health. I like to be clear and be able to to think clearly. I just don't want to skew my perception. So how about you? How often do you drink? Okay, and then and then start asking her about it. Doesn't have to be combative. Remember, boys, she's just asking an innocent question. You could you could reply normally. Make sense, boys? Okay, cool. Next question, Jesus. At what point in my journey did I make women giggle uncontrollably? Took me about two years before I was there. But most guys who come through this program takes like three months, four months. But you have to go through you got to go through the whole process and and do the reps and go through the program. So, hey, Seuss, are you getting some getting some giggles out of these broads? Yeah, lately, uh, especially at the gym, because I guess that's just where I'm naturally the most confident. Like, I'll yeah. just go up to somebody and they just feel the, the typical, you know, hiding their, their their smile and stuff. It's okay, like let's let's help work. out. Let's help out our boy Dolphin. He asks some questions for chicks at the gym. If they're working out or on a machine, what's the best time to approach? How, so what's, your, what's your gym strategy? We've been over this a hundred times, so I know you know. I just get sweaty and darty-eyed and stare at them in the corner. <laughs> Don't stare. Okay, so hey, Seuss, what's your strategy? What do you do to get them giggling? So, I mean, what, what I like to do is at least look for like two points of eye contact. And then after that, I'll go approach in between sets. I don't like to interrupt anybody during their sets. And uh, I'll, I'll usually use the, uh, hey, by the way, that machine blew my butt out last week that you always preach. Or, I don't know, just some, some sort of banter, maybe make fun of her shoes or something. Be like, people who wear those are pretty lame. It just kind of rolls from there. Yeah. Okay, so, so um, Sam, in the beginning, let's just go up and say, hey, what's up? Never met you before. My name's Sam. What's your name? Okay, and say, hey, have a good workout. That's it. Just go introduce yourself. And you can start, Sam, with dudes. Hey, what's up, Rob? Seen you in here a hundred times. Never met you before. What's your name? What's up? I'm Mark. How long until you're done with that machine? Cool. Appreciate it. Okay. Totally good reason to approach them because I know you guys are in there like working out and you're like, fuck, dude, I know I have to talk to somebody, but I'm like, ah, I can't do it. So just go ask about a fucking machine. Are you almost done with that machine? Cool. I've seen you in here a hundred times. What's your name, bro? Cool. I'm Mark. All right. Do it to a few guys. And then you could do it to a girl. Hey, I've, I've, I've never seen you in here, or I always see you in here. My name is Mark. What's up with your name? And then as Jesus said, if you feel comfortable enough, you could say, watch out for that machine. It killed six people last week. That thing's deadly. Okay, and they laugh. Or it blew out my butthole, and, and now I walk with a limp, right? Whatever you want to say, they laugh. Then what you do is the next time you're in the gym, you go talk to her again. Hey, what's up? So I see you're still alive. I see that machine didn't kill you. Good job. How'd you avoid that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what do you work? What are you working today? Cool. Well, I'm doing arms. I'll catch you later. And we do multiple touches until what, boys? We start getting signs of attraction. Are signs of attraction always going to come? No. Even for me. Some girls don't get attracted to me. I know. Amazing. But it's true. But I will say, a lot of them do. A lot of them do now because I've worked on myself, done the right. Well, I've done the program. I've been in set tens of thousands of times, 
But bro, like you're not going to get every single chick attracted to you. Those dating coaches are like, I'm going to teach you to get that girl right there. No matter what, she's yours are fucking lying to you because there's a bunch of circumstances that need to line up. You may not be her type. There's just too many circumstances. That's why I always preach from quantity comes quality. You got to be talking to tons of people, throwing out tons of fishing lines. You're just flipping them out there, talking, 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 not trying to get anything, being social. And the next thing you know, you're fucking like Will, who went to a bartender's house. She went in her bedroom, got naked, came out and said, hey, you're going to fuck me or what? And he's like, I'm good, dude. And he bailed. Right, Will? Been there, motherfucker. I've been coaxed into so many apartments against my will. I can't even explain it, dude. It's going to happen to you guys, too. If you fucking do the work, which is what? 20 approaches a week, do the NLP, and study the material. Sam had Sam emailed me today. He's like, yo, there's a lot of fucking shit. I'm busy. I'm working. I'm writing copy. This is, this is a lot. It's a lot in the beginning. That's the, the influx of it. I just gave you your NLP. I give you all these lessons, eight emails, frame control, follow-up, uh, all this, all this. Hey, Suze, you can attest to this as well as Will and everybody else. It slows down, and we get into a pace. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And Sam, I'm going to talk to you after the call just for a few minutes to work something out regarding that. But Will, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, if you guys are week three and up past the, the social or the, the online dating and whatnot, I highly recommend that you're at least sending 20 messages a day. You're filling that funnel because that's what I did early on. And here's the thing. It's a lot of work. You're going to get exhausted. You're going to be like, why? This is way too many girls. But when you're talking to eight to 10 girls at one time on online dating, when you go out in the, you know, in the real world, for lack of better terms, and you're going to a club, you start talking to a girl, you get blown out. You're like, I don't give a shit. I'm texting 10 girls right now. Yeah. It literally change your, changes your mindset. So that was one thing that really, really helped me out early on is getting a lot of girls that I was talking to online right away. And then you can go out and, you know, go, go on dates with them. And I think we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Even if she's ugly, you don't like her, still take her on the date. It's still helpful. Still take her on the date. Still take her on the hangout because you still have to perfect that hangout as well. You still have to perfect, you know, the multiple things, the activities you're going to do, your gambits, all that stuff. So I just wanted to say that. It's a skill set, boys. So I want you dating, and I told this to, to um, Marzella. I want you dating canyon mules, sea donkeys, and mountain trolls. I don't give a fuck what they look like. I don't care. It's a woman, dude. They are wired the same. It does not matter. So in this course, I want you talking to and dating anybody to build the skill set. I have guys hit me up all the time. They're like, I want this one girl. Can you help me get her? Nope. Beat it. What I can do for you is teach you a skill set, and then maybe she go, she'll get attracted to you. But this whole like one girl thing, just like focus on that, and I'm going to build the skill set as I'm behind my computer, it just doesn't work, and I'm not going to lie to you about it. The way this works is multiple chicks that you're talking to, and for guys like Sam who are very busy, literally, bro, you need five hours a week. Five hours a week, that's 45 minutes a day to put into this. And I'm going to, again, I'm going to do something special for you where we're going to even spread that out thinner. But for the rest of you boys, five hours a week, you could do that. I know you can do that. And you could even do it while you're driving. There you go. On your commute to work, you listen to the lesson. You practice your stories. You practice gambits. 
Okay, you're dating girls and that's included in the five hours. You're doing the NLP, that's included in the five hours. And then what happens is you're starting to build the skill set. And then boys, once you get to Will's level, Jesus is getting there. Once you get into Brendan's, Brendan's getting there too, by the way, you are all going to be pulling way more girls. And then you have the skill set and it just gets better and better until for me, it took two years to get girls giggling constantly, but it'll take you guys three months, dude. Hey, Seuss, you're there. You just graduated. And hey, Seuss, look, at, he, he's pretty quiet and, and stifled when he first started. And, and he's fucking killing it. And all you guys will, too. But you have to you have to do the work. You have to do the reps. All right. Any thoughts on that before I go to my next question? I want to go to Matthew's question. Uh, where you, There he is. Okay. I've gone on three dates with a girl, and the chemistry is pretty solid. I've never dated anyone with kids before. Uh, she has an eight and nine-year-old. She's already mentioning that he can potentially meet them. What's my opinion timeline on when you feel it's appropriate to meet the girl's kids? My opinion, Matt, is when you guys are official. So what I would tell her is, hey, listen, let's. I want to take things slow because relationships that start fast and fast, something I always say, Matthew, gangster shit, it, it lays them off you when you say that, right, Will? Hey, let's take it slow. Relationships that start fast and fast. So you you put the brakes on with her. When do you make her your girlfriend? All right, let's go, Jason S. Ah, oh, Finlay, a little slow. So when she starts to bring it up and starts making references to it, and then when you're ready. Yes, exactly. On your terms, boys. And do not ever, ever, ever ask her to be your girlfriend, Christian. Until she brings it up. Until she brings it up. I'm like, right now, boys, I'm taking this Instagram course. And, like, I'm doing my own setting. So I'm talking to all these dudes on Instagram. And all these guys are like, dude, I just got blown out so hard by this girl because I asked her to be my girlfriend. And I, I, like, stated my love for her and all this shit. And I'm like, dude, no, don't do that. Because it goes within the 8100 rule, right, boys? She's not there yet. You're going 120, 150% of what she wants. You get blown out. That's why we wait. She mentions it. I'm at 80%. She's like, hey, um, you know, Jonathan, I really want to be your girlfriend. And then you're like, yeah, I like you too. We're having a great time. But relationships that start fast and fast. So let's keep doing what we're doing. And if, if it feels right, we'll do it. Then it's on your terms, boys. Right, TJ? It's on your terms, dude. Never will a girl rope you guys into being their girlfriend again, and never will you ask a girl to be your girlfriend again until she brings it up. So about the kids, I personally don't think you should see them until you guys are really solid. Whether you want to date a girl with kids is up to you, but but Matthew, I want you to have so much abundance. It's like not an issue, dude. Like, okay, she has kids. Next, please. That's how abundant you're going to get. But for now, do a couple laps. And then if she's like, I really want to introduce you to him, just be like, hey, we're not exclusive. We're taking it slow. I don't want them to get attached to me and me attached to them and then something happen. So let's put the brakes on. Right, Jason? Let's put the brakes on. And and if and when we, we commit, then, of course, we'll meet your kids. I think that makes complete sense. Um, I was going to say that – so this the same girl, I used your um, – uh, we went to dinner and then back to her place, and it was the – I did the – 
like things were heating up uh, and I'm just, you know, what starts fast ends fast. Uh, basically I told her like, no matter how much you want it tonight, we're not having sex. And the basically ever since then, she's just been hinting at it. And actually right before, like we got on the call, she, so she's going to, she's staying over Saturday night and she straight up was like, I want to have sex with you that like <laughs> that night. So I, I get the whole start fast end fast and it, it, it definitely makes, makes sense. Yeah, dude. Uh, you guys know Bill. He's the, he's the old dude, kind of the older dude. He's like, he emails me. He's like, Mark, I got a girl who's coming over and she wants to fuck my brains out. So I'm not coming to the call tonight. And he's like, it's been so long, bro. It's been so long. I got to do it. I'm like, go motherfucker. Get it on, bro. Bust a nut, dude. All over the place, right? Hit the ceiling with that shit. Do it. So yeah, man, when you push it her away, 80% boys, remember you can push too much, but when you're just kind of like, ah, they throw it at you. Like, Hey, we're not having sex tonight. I double dog dare you guys to try that when a chick thinks she's going to get late. Hey, I, I want to take things slow. You know, relationships that start fast and fast. Too many times I've seen it happen, both to me and my friends. You have sex too quick and it blows up. So we're going to wait. We're going to wait. Hey, Seuss, go. So just to add on to the not having sex tonight thing, just to put this into perspective, say you're at a nightclub, you're dancing with some banging 10 and uh, you've already got like multiple signs of attraction. She's dancing on you, et cetera. And you guys start getting into like sexual talk. Would that be a good time to maybe implement that? Like playfully be like, Hey, by the way, you're not going to get lucky tonight or like something along those lines. Yeah. If she's like really like hinting at it, then yeah. 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 <laughs> even, even if it's like, yeah, yeah. Even if it's there and she's like into it, just be like, Hey, Hey, just so you know, we're not having sex tonight. I see the way you're looking at my crotch. Eyes up here. Eyes up here. I always do that, dude. Eyes up here, Kelly. Like she'll I'll just be like, Do you see my new shirt? She looks, I'm like, hey, eyes up here. Why are you staring at my breasts? Grody, creepy. Right? I do that to chicks a lot. But yeah, that's something you can do. And uh, hey, let's slow down. I was telling this to Will the other day, and Will's like, yo, I never do that, dude. I just like <laughs> go for it. But what Will does do is he makes them wait until he first kisses them. And then once that happens, he takes it to, he takes it home. So what I do is I make out with them on the first date. Protocol, job one. I make out with them if I like them. Okay? I ain't making out with no sea donkey or canyon mule or a fucking mountain troll. That's just talking. Just practice. But if she's hot, I like her. I'll make out with her. And then I'm the one to shut it down. Hey, hey, that's enough for me. We should slow this down. Let's get you an Uber. Or let's get you back to your car. Or come on, let's get in the car. I'll take you home. Gangster. Will, go. I kind of want to elaborate because last time, you know, that's, that is correct. I don't like to kiss him on the first date, but I think there needs to be more context to that. I do the, uh, the gambit, the lie detector test gambit. I do eye contact. I do everything as if I'm going to kiss them. And in their mind, they think I'm going to kiss them, and then I don't. So it kind of like rewires their brain in a sense and then second time it's like it's on yeah that well, I do the mentoring thing the second time the what thing the my mentoring thing that i do where i take them to my 12th floor patio it overlooks the city and i show them like swing dancing and stuff like that get into uh, man we'll dip them and then boom it's over 
oh, dude, stealing all my best shit, becoming a bouncer, fucking dipping them up at the top of a fucking high ride. I do it all that. Dude, dude. I got to learn from the best, man. I'm learning hey, from the bro, best. Fucking works, dude. Use what works. <laughs> but yeah, what I do, too, is like on the first kiss, I, the sliding kiss technique you guys will learn in like week seven, week eight, where you like whisper in her ear and then you slide and you kiss her. Instead of kissing her, I'll slide and I'll brush my lips across hers and then go over here and then I'll push her away. And I'll be like, where are you going? I'll grab her belt loops and I'll come here, come back in here. And then like I'll whisper in her ear and pretend to kiss her and don't do it. Build that shit up. And you guys will all get there. You guys will all get there. But that's like advanced stuff. But generally speaking, you can use first kiss techniques like the human body is a lie detector. Also roughly in week seven, but also in the gambits in the Mark Singh video anthology, gambits part one and part two. Great way to easily line up a first kiss. If you're like, dude, I don't know how, ugh, I don't know how I'm gonna kiss her. Have a gambit in your back pocket that you could just use that leads directly into the kiss. Human body is a lie detector is the easiest one. Marzella, you know that one, right? Yes. Okay. Good. Because we went over it with you, I want to make sure that you know it. All right. Yeah, the and, strawberry and fields. The strawberry fields I use more often, but yes. Yeah. To get the first kiss. Hey, uh. D what you you emailed me i couldn't it was super nice email thank you so much for saying that i hope you got my reply i offered you something very generous because you're a champion what spurred that email um because i know that how much you've meant to me in the last four you know 10 12 weeks the fact that i know that you are definitely speaking from your heart thank everything you ever you, everything that you've taught me is is unbelievable i i'm looking forward to being able to get back home in a town right now with about 300 people but i am going to hit on my 20 most of them are going to be grandmothers because i'm taking my 80 some year old parents to an event on money i'm still going to get your 20 but uh yeah I, I i can never thank you enough buddy i appreciate you man i was watching this um documentary about afghanistan and we think that afghanistan is all fucked up but they're really great people and it's actually a really cool country not counting the Taliban. And they always go like this. They always like put their hand on their heart and like kind of bow. I love that, dude. It feels so genuine like that. It's just like, thank you, Michael. I appreciate you. So believe me, you, you've been just as gen genuine with me since the middle of August. So I appreciated it just as much. Thank you. Thank you. I try, man. I try. All right. Next question from Jack. I'd match with a girl. This is such a good question. I matched with a girl on an app like a year ago. She blew him out. Now he sees her at the gym. Okay, you guys are all going to get this. She blows you out, doesn't text you back, doesn't respond to your text on Match.com or Tinder or whatever, and you see her in public. What do you do? What do you do? Okay, you're dating four girls now. Remember the golden rule. What would I do if I were dating four girls? All right, let's go, TJ. Don't even bring it up like it was absolutely nothing. You could just okay. talk to her normal. I love it. Super good. Okay, that's one option. Finlay, what do you think? Just um, talk about the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. That's another Hello. option. How do you do that? Um, I'll say something exaggerated, like oh, you spent hours on your bed crying or you didn't leave the house for weeks or something. Yes, yes, Victor. Yes, Finlay, perfect. Uh, unmute yourself, please, Hetton. He turned off his camera accidentally, I think. Mute's on the lower left. My bad, my bad, my bad. Technical difficulties. Uh, you get, you get, you get. Uh, 
No, so I was going to just say, yeah, like, just pretend like, you know, you forgot about it. Just talk to her like, yeah, like you just forgot about whatever, you know, just like normal. That's what I was going to just add to that. See, two guys said forget about it. The other two guys said make a big deal out of it. Let's see what Brendan says. Uh, I'm, I'm bringing it up, but I'm going to make a joke about it for sure. Like uh, it's been something like, hey, hey, like it's been a while. And uh, I just want you to know, like now, when, you know, whenever I tell ghost stories, I talk about you and uh, I'm dropping value. I'm dropping confidence. So I'm making light of it. And um, if I've got an opportunity to keep seeing it, I'm just going to keep building that back up. But you just got to show you don't give a fuck. Just confidently address it. Exactly. So I've done both. I've done both. Completely ignored it, like TJ said, and acknowledged it. I prefer the acknowledge it. And as you guys might know, I love the ghost story thing. Did you guys pick that up? He's like, every time I tell a ghost story, I tell I talk about you, gangster. Love it. But what I say is, hey, so hey, there you are. I've been I've been looking for you. Um, I have a life-size statue of you in my backyard. I got a picture of you on my ceiling. And when you didn't text me back, on Tinder, I was on the corner of my bed in the cannonball position, crying like a schoolgirl for two weeks, two weeks. So I'm stalking you. I hope you're okay with that. And um, do your thing because I'm watching you. There's cameras all over the place on my phone. I'm just watching you. I know you're so security number. I know everything. So prepare yourself. Anyway, have a good night. High five or whatever. And then walk off. All right. Next question. Uh, uh, by the way, Jack, does that answer your question to sufficiency? Yeah, awesome. Great content. I'm going to I'm going to have to go back and listen to that again and write down write down some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Great. dude. Go go tell her you're uh, crying on the corner of your bed in the pan- cannonball position and yeah. you actually you you were peeing a little bit so you had to get depends diapers and and wear a diaper cuz you were peeing uncontrollably like I'll go so far with the shit, crack them up and then perhaps, boys, when she's like cracking up, I'll be like, "Hey, have a good night." When she's on like the high note, right? She's like, ah, <laughs> have a good night. Boom, out of there. So it's a little bit of like, a, a, like you fucked up. This is the value that you messed up on. See ya. Okay, and then what do you do if she's like eyeballing you? All right, you do that. See you later. You go talk to other girls, other guys, social animal. And then she's she's whoop, 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 right? What Will, the fucking old whoop, 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 checking you out. Yeah. Okay, what do you do? You 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 call her over? I love it. When can you call a girl over? When can you do that? Let's go, Marzella. When you establish three um, attraction signals, signs of attraction. Once you've seen the three, it's 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 cool to go forward. Yeah, when she's jocking you pretty hard, boys, you could get a girl to come over to you, but she has to be jocking pretty hard. A lot of times if a girl's jocking me really hard and, and Sam, this happens when I roll in with a couple hot chicks and, or I'm killing in the nightclub or even wherever dude. And in Walmart, I'm talking to one girl and another girl's like sweating me. Oftentimes I'll, I'll roll up to her and I'll be like, who are you? Who are you? It's like such the high level question because then she starts having to explain herself to you. So how do we get there? You guys, exactly what I tell you. Talk to everybody. Here's a great opener I do all the time in nightclubs is I'll go up to girls and I'll be like, hey, just had to let you know. Love your outfit tonight. Love the way your shoes match your earrings. Keep up the good work. High five. Boom. And then I bail. I'll do that to girl, 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 like all these different groups. 
in a circle through the nightclub or party or wherever, and then I'll reopen them again and just simple. Like, so, so what's up? What's your name? Okay. And she's like, Oh, it's that guy, that guy who dropped a lot of value on us. So that's something you can do. I just want you guys being social. And for some of you guys that aren't social, I know this is a difficult muscle to create. Christian, right? You could tell the dude's chill, as is Jesus, as is Victor, and a lot of you other guys too, Jason. And you don't have to be me, dude. Be spazzy guy. But you do have to good you you do have to put forth just good energy. Just a good energy. Just fe- be feeling good inside yourself and go give value. Be a go-giver. You will get so many opportunities if you just talk to people. It's insane. Your net worth is dictated by your network. And it's the same thing with chicks. Just just chatting with everybody. You'll have opportunities come out of the woodwork. Things like you'll be going for like this girl and just like trying to make your way over to her. And then, whoa, there's a girl over here throwing herself at me. That's kind of the way it works. And that's the way life works. You're like working on a goal and it's always something that comes through the back door that makes your business successful. And it's the same with females. If you're just social with everybody, they, it just happens. Christian, go ahead. So a quick question, Mark. Uh, for, I mean, week two of the program, yeah. and it's it's frame control. Yeah. Now, what exactly am I supposed to take? Because I'm doing the, the cold approaches. I'm going out and about and talking to females. And then, and matter of fact, I did an indirect and turn into direct and then it went so well that i got nervous and then i'm like oh shit she was into it and then just didn't know what to do <laughs> Continued going into it good but what good. exactly am i supposed to take noted or or keep track of for this week too the ones i like the best though easiest is agree and amplify which means agree with what she said and make it ten thousand times worse you're gay aren't you i'm so gay i sucked two thousand dicks yesterday my jaw's killing me that's agree and amplify. Then my other one is misinterpret. Why are you wearing that shirt? Look, I know you're trying to take off my clothes right now, but relax. You're misinterpreting what she said to mean she wants you. Another one of those is, why are you here? Look, I know you're trying to leave with me, but relax. Why don't you have a girlfriend? I know you're trying to be my girlfriend, but relax. That's misinterpret. And my third favorite one is reframe, which is what? Four words. The real question is, the real question is, so Sam, is that St. Louis, is that St. Louis uh, hat you got on? What is that? It's actually St. Paul. I live in Minneapolis, so it's uh, the minor league team. Okay, perfect. So um, I say to Sam, dude, Sam, why would you wear that hat? Okay. And he would say, the real question is, why aren't you wearing that hat? The shit's the shit. It's just that easy. Okay. I went up to a girl the other night and she's like, oh, is this one of your pickup lines? And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I'm a dating coach. (laughs) I should have said that, right? Yeah, it is. I'm actually a dating coach. I got students. I'll show you a Zoom call. But I said, the real question is, is that one of your pickup lines? When a guy comes to you, is that what you say? Is this one of your pickup lines? Is that what they teach you to say in the girly books? So I flipped it on her. That's my favorite, bro. Favorite. So what I do, Christian, is I would memorize those. How do you practice them even alone? You are going to pick on yourself and ask yourself questions. Okay. And Donnie, I could pick on him for hours. Why why do you got long hair, bro? Do you permit? 
there's something I need you to reframe. Why are you wearing a tank top, bro? Are you trying to like show your muscles? There's something you need to reframe. Why do you look like you're in a boat, bro? What are you trying to go for the nautical theme? There's something you need to reframe. So you're constantly picking on yourself. Okay, even about your race, Christian, being Mexican or Latino or Chinese or white or from from New Zealand, Finlay, or from Australia, Brendan, right? Hetton, what kind of name is Jetton? You got to have fucking replies to this shit, boys, and practice it. What kind of guy wears T. Wayne, all these patterns on his, his sweatshirt and his hat? You look like a goddamn walking billboard, man. How would you reply to that? All right, gentlemen, I think you've pretty much heard enough. I hope you got a lot out of that. And listen, if you want to come join us, if you want to be part of the Brotherhood Army, we are open to you. We are always looking for champions. We're always looking for more brothers. We're looking for soldiers who want to fight shoulder to shoulder with us in the trenches and get to that next level with two coaching calls a week, with the attention I give my boys, with the NLP, the concepts, the training. Dude, like I said in the coaching call, it's inevitable you are going to get more ass than a toilet seat, as all my clients do, as I'm sure you could hear from that coaching session. So here's what I want you to do. Click the link in the description below. Fill in the quick application. You and I are going to email a little bit. If things look good, you're going to get on a free, that's right, F-R-E-E, one-hour NLP session with my partner, my wingman, the legend, Victor Lynch, and we're going to uncover all your metaprograms, traumas, belief systems, all that bullshit that's been holding you back and see if we can at least 10x your results with women. And that's what I tell Victor. I'm like, listen, if we cannot 10x this guy's results, we're not taking him. And because I give unlimited access to me, because I fight with you shoulder to shoulder in the trenches, we have limited spots available. I take a limited number of guys. So it's that personal attention that, as my boy Marzella said in that coaching recording, makes you know that I really care about your progress. And because I care as your coach, if you equal my amount of caring, you are going to get the results that you want with women, which means we will 10x your results with women, guaranteed. Why not come talk to us? Fill in the application below, send it in. I require that you reply to all my emails within 24 hours. I want to see commitment and not commitment to me, just commitment to getting better with women. Commitment to solving this part of your life once and for all because you too, brother, can have it all. You can have that dream woman that if you get to your deathbed, are you going to look back and be like, dude, I cannot believe I didn't do what it took to get that woman. What the fuck was I thinking? Why did I let fear, procrastination, or anything else that somebody put in me before I could defend myself prevent me from getting what I really wanted? I don't know about you, man, but I ain't living my life that way. I am getting to the top tier in every single avenue. That means with women, that means financially, that means as a coach, a father, a husband, all of it, and you can have that too. Sign up below. Can't wait to meet with you. Gentlemen, I drop podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, so please stay tuned for the next one, and I I will see you in the next episode. Ah.